Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. Please listen to this announcement. The Chairman, Association of Private Practicing Surveyors of Nigeria, APPSN, Ogun State Branch, Surveyor Adewale Uluafemi FNIS, on behalf of the members, cordially invites the general public to the APPSN public lecture on the anti-land grabbing law in Ogun State. Date is Thursday, 10th February 2022. Venue is the Providence Event Center beside NNPC Mega Station at Belkuta. Time is 11 a.m. prompt. Announcer, Sovio Adewali Femi. FNIS for all members of Association of Private Practicing Surveyors of Nigeria, Ogun State Branch. Thank you. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Listen via freshfmnigeria.com or download Fresh 107.9 FM on Play Store. Shaggy, you have to start love. Oh, yeah. Only Latin beer that make a move. Oh, cause nobody will send you on to. Whoa, they don't really care what you're going through. So, only Latin jarai, baby. So you gotta show them the real You got to let them know when you are smart No, 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 don't let them see what to us Cause you are strong This is your feel-good radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta, a great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Wednesday, the night of February 2022. Uh, it is um, Wake Up uh, by Brother Shaggy. Kicks out things this morning. Amazing individual. Uh, it's uh, the midweek edition of um, Freshly Pressed this morning. Time to take a look at the headlines. Hope your Wednesday morning has started the brightest way possible. Wish you the very best at your workplaces, your places of business. Be nice to folks around you. Try as much as possible to have fun. Enjoy your day. Hopefully it turns out to be a productive day. Wale Bakar is my name. Time to take, check out the headlines this morning.
Thank you for joining us this Wednesday morning. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta Wali Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there uh, joining the program this uh, morning as we do the headlines together uh, this week. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. As always, there's a pen pushing newspapers also with some headlines uh, to look out for. Uh, there's also uh, the Premium Times. Uh, that's another uh, to check out uh, this uh, morning. Let's um, get to some of the headlines very swiftly uh, just before we take a peep into uh, the lot of them. Well, uh, the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning uh, says, no going back on strike. Buhari's promise has no weight. There's the Academic Staff Union of Universities, ASU, is there uh, this morning. Increase VAT, remove fuel subsidy now. IMF tells Nigeria. Uh, is also on the Nigerian Tribune uh, to look out for. Queues to persist at filling stations until depots restock, marketers say. Uh, that's there. Uh, this morning, uh, there were talks of uh, full queues in Lagos and Abuja and a couple of other places. Uh, well, uh, the marketers say it might continue. Uh, full queues resurface. Uh, for Q, resurfaces in Lagos, Ogunoyo. Uh, that's on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Also there on the Tribune, lawyers differ on legality of extension of Igbo's detention. Uh, that you will find on the Nigerian Tribune as well. Jamp announces additional code for UTME registration. Introduces WhatsApp platform. Uh, that is there. Uh, this morning to look out for. There's some more. FCT Area Council election. INEC commits APC. Um, okay. Uh, trying to get a hold of uh, that now. It uh, says, um, it's there on the Nigerian Tribune. Uh, the INEC, of course, held a meeting with stakeholders ahead of the FCT Council Area elections. Uh, says, FCT Area Council election. INEC commits APC, PDP, others to peace pact to deploy six wrecks. Uh, that's on the Nigerian Tribune. The punch says, adulterated petrol. Federal government may return fuel to suppliers. 100 million liters affected, say marketers. Uh, that's there this morning, boldly written on the punch. Uh, field northern presidential candidate, lose election. Akere Dolu, that's there. Uh, some more politics. APC headquarters office sharing formula unacceptable. Kano G7. There's also APC governors. Awaid Buhari, Almakura, Musa lead in championship race. Uh, that's there. Ulujimi faults Fayoshi on peace move. May dump PDP. Uh, that's another on uh, the punch uh, this morning to look out for. Uh, there are some others. Human parts uncovered in your building. Police arrest suspects. Uh, that's there also to look out for on the punch this morning. The Guardian, false scarcity, panic buying in Lagos as NATO threatens strike. That's there uh, to look out for this morning. Uh, there are 
quite a number of others. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, there are quite a number of others talking about uh, the uh, issue of uh, four queues in some parts of the country. Uh, there is this litigations loom over damaged vehicles, scarcity to end weekend. That's there. Nigerians, telcos, government agencies stranded as an IMC glitch enters eighth day. They're on the Guardian as well. Terrorists kill 10 in Katsina, abduct village head, others there as well. INEC once against vote buying. Clears 2,242 observers, 340 journalists for FCT poll. Igbo's continued detention, misplacement of justice, say Adams group. Uh, that's another on the Guardian to look out for. The Premium Times uh, this uh, morning, uh, very swiftly, uh, says Buari confers merit awards on three Nigerian scholars. Uh, patrol scarcity. Nigerian government blames Batfuel. Uh, that's there. He, uh, CJN replies Melami on delays of our profile corruption cases. Uh, budgetary secrecy. Uh, that's there on the Premium Times this uh, morning. You might want to... I look out for the response of the Chief Justice of Nigeria to some of the things that have been said by the AGF uh, in recent times. The pen-pushing newspapers, material acquisition is not success. Kola Badimu advises Nigerian youths. There's also a pastor allegedly rapes, impregnates 14-year-old. Adegoke's murder, court strikes out case for further investigation. Now that's there on the pen-pushing newspapers uh, to look out for. The pen-pushing newspapers also says, veteran broadcaster in Kadegwita appointed Nigerian landlord spokesman. Huh. There as well uh, to look out for. Uh, there are some others. We'll take a peep into the lot of them in a moment. My guest is in the studio, but we'll take a pause. Uh, when we return together, uh, we'll um, take a look at the headlines. Don't go anywhere. Remember, uh, Facebook... Okay, we'll be up and running in a moment. You can drop your contributions on Twitter as we go on at Fresh FM Abelkuta. That's your avenue. Don't go anywhere, please. Christ Apostolic Church, Mountain of Mercy, Orioke, Anuari, Wekiti, Benua, Akashe, Padia, Dua, Agbara, Biti, Dani, Lodjo Kesa, Ikewa, Ikokon, La, February 2022. Baramiro, Magen, Gagbanu, Adura, Wa, Enyi, Yo, Prophet Amos, Onlau, Jo, Tepi, Prophet Peter, Ilesomi, Tepi, Prophet Musa, Samuel, Awane, Baba, Orioke, Tonuwa, Yomano, Fodo, Meteta, Prophet Esikaya, Onuboye, Onlade, Yes, General Evangelist, Sajuni, Pastor, Onukayo, Deamure, Elion, Sona, Adebawale Oludotu Nigeria Limited is a need for nationwide distributors for Kani Paper. Kani Paper is a newly upgraded high-quality household tissue paper. Made from imported raw wood pulp, Kani tissue paper is purely natural, created with high-quality products. Delicate and impeccable in every detail, only worthy of your extraordinary taste. It can be used indoors, in the kitchen, outdoors, in the cars, and restaurants and bars. It can also be used as a sanitary towel for ladies in the case of an emergency, and it is totally 
totally safe to use for babies. Today, Adebawale Oludotu Nigeria Limited boasts of modern factories, world-class production equipment, industry-leading production technology, and high-quality raw materials. You can locate us at Kilometer 14, Lagos Abeokuta Expressway, opposite Obasanja Farm. To be a distributor, please call Koride on 0703-065-4058 or 0805-828-5090 for more information. Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite, home away from home. Twelve minutes again past seven AM. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh One O Seven Point Nine FM. Abelkuta Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there. Joining us uh, this morning, uh, we did uh, mention the lot of the headlines on many of the dailies earlier. I would now take a peep into them. Uh, my guest uh, with me this uh, morning is Ustaz Lawal Jibril. Uh, is uh, joining the program uh, for the very first time. Actually, I remember I spoke to him on. Um, Nigeria Watch uh, many, many months ago uh, together between the headlines uh, this uh, morning. Uh, thank you really uh, for joining us, sir. Great to have you in our good, studio this good morning. morning uh, good morning. Very this early this morning. <laughs> yes. Good morning, Wale. This is not a good morning to all of us too. It's really not an easy thing to be here at 7 a.m. <laughs> to be honest. I, I need to appreciate those that have been doing this program before now. Uh, thank you all. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, uh, let's um, get into it this uh, morning. The lot of the dailies crawling with so much talks about uh, four queues across uh, parts of uh, the country and uh, some of the uh, explanations that have been given by the federal government. Well, uh, the punch this morning says, adulterated petrol, federal government may return fall to suppliers, 100 million liters affected, say marketers. Uh, the federal government, through its national Nigerian Midstream and Downstream Petroleum Regulatory Authority, may return to the overseas supplier the contaminated premium motor spray, popularly called petrol, which was imported into the country by the Nigeria National Petroleum Company Limited. Now, all marketers estimated that about 100 million liters of contaminated petrol were imported into Nigeria and had been recalled by the Pipelines Product Marketing Company, a subsidiary of the NNPC. Uh, the recall caused severe queues in Abuja, Lagos, Niger, Nasarawa, and many other states as the few petrol outlets that dispense products were crowded by motorists and other PMS users. Now, many other filling stations were shut down Tuesday for lack of products to sell, while black marketers greeted various major roads in Abuja selling products to interested customers. It was also gathered that though efforts were being made to address the concerns, the queues and shortage of petrol might drag till this weekend. The NMDPRA said in a statement it issued in Abuja that limited quantity of PMS with methanol quantities above Nigeria specification was discovered in the supply chain. 
Uh, it said methanol was a regular additive in petrol and used usually blended in an acceptable quantity, adding that the contaminated product had been isolated. Uh, the statement said to ensure vehicle and equipment safety, the limited quantity of the impacted product has been isolated and withdrawn from the market, including the loaded trucks in transit. Our technical team, in conjunction with the NNPC Limited and other industry stakeholders, will continue to monitor and ensure quality petroleum products are adequately supplied and distributed um nationwide when specifically asked whether the nmpc would return the contaminated petrol to the supplier its spokesperson gabardin mohammed i referred punch correspondent to the nmdpra statement where he talked about the identification of uh, the source uh, supplier um anyway uh is uh, there this uh, morning uh mr uh, Ahmed uh, doesn't necessarily know the exact volume of contaminated product that was out there. He says, what I know is that we lifted from various depots in Lagos, but we don't know the quantity. Uh, they say it is about 100 million liters or so. Uh, that's uh, the Ipman National President, uh, Debo Ahmed. Uh, that's uh, the Independent Petroleum Marketer Association of Nigeria. Well, um, you can find it on the punch. Implications of contaminated fuel. Uh, there's been some explanations by an energy law specialist, Professor Dayoyade, who says that aside from the huge adverse environmental impact of such contaminated fuel, the product had already knocked the engines of some motorists. Falano Adegwerua asked NNPC to compensate motorists. Uh, that, of course, is an issue that will crop up expectedly. Is there adulterated petrol? Federal government may return fuel to suppliers. 100 million liters affected. Say marketers there this uh, morning. Litigations loom over damaged vehicles. Scarcity to end weekend. That you will find on the Guardian, the Nigerian Tribune, also with the report. Queues to persist at filling stations until depots restock. That's according to marketers. Four queue resurfaces in Lagos or Guangzhou are there. I mean, are you there this morning on many of the dailies? You know, at, at the start of it, many didn't know what exactly led to the queues uh, that were surfacing in some parts. Uh, then some clarity came when we began to get information as to, you know, some adulterated fuel that uh, was brought into the country. I know some would say uh, these are some of the fallouts of, you know, the fact that we have to import and all of that. But you know, some would also say uh, this happens in, in in any business, at least. You know, you find um, bad products coming uh, in, in, in some businesses. It's just unfortunate that uh, this is an entire country we're talking about that is affected by this. Oh, my brother, it's really pathetic, to be honest. There are a lot of questions that we need to start asking. Mm. At what point in time did an NPC or whoever is in charge get to know that the fuel that they imported is adulterated at what point in time? And who, who authorizes that? Because from what we are told, NMPC is the sole organization that is in charge of importation. Okay. So who within the system, you know, authorizes such importation and from such suppliers? This, this needs to be known. Uh, they need to let us know uh, the supplier that supplied this. Uh, they need to let us know. Um, I mean, we need to start asking questions. Son, standard organization of Nigeria, do they have a role in issues like this? And then um, all the other agencies that we have at the ports, what do they do when we import fuel? There are a lot of questions that we need to start Do we asking. check before do importation? We, yes. Do we check after it gets into the country? At what point do we, we check? Yes. Mm. No, do we check here? Do we check over there, etc.? Because they, they say some trucks were in transit already. So the question is when they checked before they were loaded in that, trucks. That is, it's like, it's like a water board saying that they pumped, they wrongly pumped, you know, contaminated water or poisoned, poisoned water for the, for, for the public. If my knowledge has me well, I know before water is pumped out, the poison level of water 
water is tested at every point in time before it is, you know, issued out. And for a thing like this, like that energy expert said, um, there are a lot of issues at stake. Number one, the environmental impact of such, um, also the economic damage that it's going to do to the cars of the owners. Then what about the total economic damage that it will do to the country? Like yesterday when Abeokota have been queues here and there in some field stations in Abeokota, I have to queue to buy fuel somewhere in, um, in Adigbe or somewhere there. You need to queue, come and see queues. And as at this morning I was coming, uh, quite a number of some of these stations have not opened yet to, to customers. And it's, it's going to have that spiral effect all over the federation. So these are the issues. What, who, who has the role of doing what at the port? Then who authorizes this? I, I think we need to start asking questions. I think we need to make Nigerian government or whoever is in charge to know that they just can't do it and just go scot-free. I share the view of Adegurua. I share the view of Femi Farano that they need to pay compensation. But the question is how do you know who and who is affected? How do you put in such claim? Um, what are the processes they're going to do? Quite a number of questions. But it boils down to the fact that in Nigeria, anything can happen. That's just the truth. I mean, it, it could have been a fuel that when you put into your car, it, your car will explode. And that is I could have been dispelled at filling stations and nobody will know it has happened. We, are, we have instances in the past when, uh, what do you call it, um, stoves, you know, get exploded because of adultery. Yes, that is being filmed. So these that. are the kind of things that we're talking about. So who is in charge of ensuring the safety of Nigerians so that we don't become victims of these crooks when they want to do things like this. And I feel the NNPC needs to name the importer that is involved and prosecute such importer. It's really important. Well, uh, the um, NNPC spokesperson, because uh, I did everything to you know, avoid uh, you know, mentioning the uh, particular indiv- uh, the company or individual uh, involved in uh, bringing the foil into the country. But uh, what we know is that the marketers are now saying that until there is talk, uh, we might be seeing these queues. And, you know, in this part of the world, you would see signs. I, I was in about on Saturday and I uh, was trying to get full uh, somewhere along the road at, you know, at, at about 5.30. And the filling station was saying no full. And I was wondering what exactly is going on. I thought maybe they, they were doing their maintenance or whatever. Th- those were the signs. I should have known <laughs> there was some. Yeah, issue. even on Saturday when mm. I was going to, um, um, you know, Wantoko, mm. when I got to uh, NMPC and um, Fat Beams, I saw queue. And I was asking my wife, would that be first castle? What's happening? But when I traveled down, there was no search in other stations. I just took it on my way. I don't know what could have happened. But the truth of the matter is, with a hundred million liters of petrol brought to Nigeria, not being circulated, not being distributed, we should expect that. There will be scarcity. No doubt about that. 100 million liters is not just something you want to just write off. Then before you now bring the correct forward from overseas down to Nigeria, before you now want to empty. There have been questions that have not been answered. What do you do to the contaminated fuel? Mm. Are, are you going to pump it and throw it away? Throw it away onto the sea or where? Or is there a way to reduce the methanol uh, level? Uh, reduce the methanol level and you see what you can do. But when you talk about that volume of fuel that they said is contaminated, is a huge one. And I... I don't believe that Saturday, like they said, I will be able to be adequate enough for us to have. But let's see the magic NMPC wants to do. I believe they should be able to do that. Well, uh, we'll see. It's there on many of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, very swiftly, the Tribune. No going back on strike. Buhari's promise has no weight. That's the academic staff union of universities. They have re-emphasized their readiness to embark on industrial action should the federal government refuse to act fast before this Friday on meeting its lingering demands. The union said its members had sacrificed so much for both the nation's public university system and the country at large by denying themselves of desirable things 
due to them has been enjoyed by their colleagues elsewhere globally and now pushed to the wall and can no longer continue in that manner. The Lagos Zone Coordinator of ASU, Dr. Adelaja Odukoya, made the explanation on Tuesday at a media briefing held at the University of Lagos, Akoka, shortly after the ASU branch of the university went around the school community to sensitize the students and other workers why they have no option to strike at the, than to strike at this time. Uh, Lagos Zone, of course, comprises of uh, the Federal University of Agriculture, FINAB, UNILAG, of course, OU, Agoyewe, LASU, um, Taishulari University of Education as well. Well, uh, speaking for the Koya who teaches at UNILAG, said even though the strike was yet to be declared, as declaration could only be made by the national leader after the National Executive Council meeting uh, this weekend, all that are at their table concerning their unmet demands by the federal government pointed towards embarking on industrial action. You can find the rest of it on the Tribune. No going back on strike. Boris promise has no weight. As the lecturers understand that each time they talk about an industrial action, there are Nigerian students, university community workers who are quick to say, town people are going to put you every time I know. And they've decided to embark on this sensitization and let you know those in the school communities, students especially, understand uh, we've had to stomach this for so long. We can't do it anymore. That's why we're going on strike this time. Oh, you see, it's, it's a pathetic one because I remember that even in my university days, this strike has always been there. And Nigerian government have not been able to solve that problem. But being that as it may, uh, we need to look at one thing. The truth of the matter is, yes, Nigerians and students as a, you know, as a grass that is at the receiving end of the two elephant fighting mm. would normally, and you know, complain. But we need to look at what ASU is really asking for. I, I wouldn't want to just numbers ASU. ASU is not just asking for their welfare and benefit alone. They are asking for total quality education within the Nigerian university system. And it is because of ASU, we need to understand this, that we have, you know, we are having government, you know, getting involved and want to do something about university. Um, the, the decadence we have in education is not just in university. It's at the primary level, it's at the secondary level, it's all over. But because at the primary and secondary level, we don't have a body like ASU that could stand up and fight for Nigerians. So nobody's really taking care of that. We, are, we all see the decadence that we have in, in those you know, aspects of, of our educational system. So what ASU is doing is just to bring quality you know, into the system. However, all said and done, um, ASU should find a better way of you know, fighting government other than you know, wanting to suffer the student you know, on the street of Nigeria. But, but is, that, is that really a better way? Because we, we've seen it not just with the lecturers, we've seen it with the doctors, we've seen it with the health workers, you know, the generality of health workers. Uh, it appears like there's just one language our government understands. I, I understand. You see, it, um, um, when you look at a lot of professional bodies, we, we, we talk of the only language that Nigerian government understands really is strike. But when you are doing that, because of the socioeconomic impact of such, you need to balance how you do. But like the lecturers have equally said, they said they've done everything they could do to ensure that it doesn't get to this level, but there seems not to be any other option. I am thinking that beyond the ASU now, maybe parent bodies in an, other organizations might need to come into this, you know, to like, look, listen, we can't keep on having this kind of challenge on our hands. We need to look into this problem and, you know, fix one of the issues that uh, I, I'm ASU has on their list. I'm, is the honest truth. But another aspect of it that is really, um, you know, calling for question is, when you talk of state universities joining the strike, it's not a big issue because in state universities, I know that state universities you know, finance themselves. And I'm, I'm students that goes to state universities are made to pay uh, for mm. the school to run. So when you now want to say, when state universities they want to join such strike, it's it like it calls to question that 
What about the right of the student in the state universities? They are made to pay so much. They are made to pay so much already, and they don't. They're not depending whatever government is doing. I don't know how how far whatever government is doing at that federal, federal level. How far they benefit, you know, the state universities, you know. So these are the other areas that. And I remember sometimes ago, um, some some state universities declined that they are not going to join, uh, you know, such such strike. Well, you know, part, part of the issues that have been raised by us over time, uh, which is which are some of the issues that are causing trouble, is also the proliferation of state universities and state governments setting up universities that they cannot cater for. So maybe that explains why some state universities would also, you know, join in the fight. Yeah, I, I agree with you that a lot of states are not really taking care of the universities. But I won't, be, I won't subscribe to the idea that we have too many universities in Nigeria. When you look at our students, um, the population of Nigerian youth and students, I won't to gain admission into universities, you realize that even the ones that we have, we need, might need to, you know, have more. And that's the honest truth. When you have university that has over 10,000, 20,000 students, you know, on campus alone, even as we have it now, and nothing actually is happening. So it might not be that the universities are too much. It might be because those that are establishing them are not doing that. But we have some private universities coming up now, and I think NUC is doing a good job in ensuring that the right standard is being set even for private universities to come up. Like we have in other part of the world, we might not be able to stop the establishment of universities. What we might need to do is to ensure that the universities that we're establishing, you know, are, are established based on qualities that we need, that will give us what we really need to get from such education at that level. But all said and done, other professional bodies, other organs, other stakeholders, parents, etc., need to come into this and find a way to make government see reason why we cannot keep on having these strikes. Our students, our children are going to other, other part of the world. Then we go to Benin Republic, Nigerian students are, yeah. are there, go to Ghana. And that's why a number of Nigerian students are becoming victims of other, you know, quack universities, like they are called, in other part of West, West Africa. I mean, NUC will come and say, these universities are not on their list, mm-hmm. they don't know them, etc. Mm-hmm. It is like that because when they school at home, it takes several years, but they are made that go to some university within three years, have completed their university education, and they have their degrees already. So these are the areas I want to look into. Government definitely to sit down and look into it for us to have progress in Nigeria. Well, that report about the impending ASU strike is on a lot of the dailies, the punch, the Nigerian Tribune as well, with it. The Premium Times are with the report as well. Uh, staying with the Premium Times just for a moment. CJN replies Malami on delays of higher profile corruption cases, budgetary secrecy. Uh, the Chief Justice of Nigeria, Tanko Mohammed, has denied the twin accusations of delaying higher profile corruption cases and running an opaque budget leveled against the Nigerian judiciary by the Attorney General, Abubakar Malami. Mr. Malami had about two weeks ago criticized the lack of transparency of the judiciary's budget. The AGF, who spoke at the Justice Sector Summit organized by the NBA, challenged the judiciary to make its budgetary allocations and expenditures open. The judiciary adhered to respond to the charge when Mr. Malami on Monday blamed it for the protracted trial of high-profile corruption cases. The Justice Minister, during an interview with Channels TV, uh, asserted that despite the legal framework put in place to speed up criminal proceedings, judges were still delaying uh, timeless hearing and determination of such cases, particularly concerning politically exposed persons. Uh, reaching to the, uh, reacting to the allegations in a statement by a spokesperson on Tuesday, the CJN said Mr. Malami's criticism of the judiciary for the delays suffered in court by high-profile corruption cases was one-sided. Uh, the statement said, I quote, uh, the position of the AGF that the judiciary be held responsible for delays in the trial and delivery of judgments on corruption cases involving politically exposed individuals appears to be one-sided. Um, uh, that's according to the CGN spokesperson, uh, Ahuraka Isa. 
uh, who uh, says that sometimes the federal government files frivolous charges that it cannot prove. The federal government's prosecution sector files more charges than it can prove or provide witnesses to prove, ostensibly at times for the prosecution to even fail. Referring to the novel uh, administration of criminal justice act, which was intended to address Nigeria's a snail-paced criminal justice system, the head of Nigeria's judiciary said the legislation is infected with sores in some parts, making speedy adjudications improbable. Uh, he added, high volumes of cases, limited number of judges, poor infrastructure, and archaic equipment have compounded the woes of judiciary in swiftly determining criminal cases. Well, he goes on to say, judiciary, um, not fraud detective squad. <laughs> That's a very interesting one. It's there uh, this uh, morning as well. Uh, adding that the National Assembly carries out oversight on judiciary. One only hopes that these allegations against the judiciary by the federal government is not just a way of giving a dog a bad name so as to then hang it. The statement concluded. Is oh. there on the premium time? Yeah, yeah I think it's, uh, it's an issue between the executive and judiciary, mm. uh, two arms of government. Malami on one hand is representing the, uh, the executive and um, the, the, the chief justice is representing the judiciary. Uh, it's a case in them. But we need to hold on to the facts. Um, it's not just enough for Malami to say, okay, judiciary are delaying the cases. The CJN came out with his facts. Let us examine them one after the other. He said they are not supposed to probe. They are not fraud detectors. I mean, he's making... You bring your case, bring your evidences, let's see how it goes. It is whatever you bring that we're going to sit down to talk about. Mm. No no doubt about that, that he's making the point. But the other angle that the CGN is not talking about is when they bring out these technicalities. These technicalities are the issues at times, Mm. you know, that delays. At at times, it is not that the the prosecutors are not able to prove their cases. But it's just that a number of the things that kept on having these cases delay are technicalities that they will bring on with the court. And then you see a lot of cases being nullified, being pushed out. When they say some Senator Bukachua shouldn't be the one attending to a case when she was that. Why should this, that, why, why should that... Look at what is happening to Okorocha, for instance, now with technicalities coming up. Kalu situation. Kalu situation. Mm. So those are the issues. I think that is one area the CGN2 needs to address. It's not just, um, you know, it's not just ambassing or fighting back um, with the executives. But the fact remains that he is right. They cannot be the one that will come and do um, fraud detection. The prosecutors, the prosecution need to bring about all their cases, you know, make it, you know, sealed before they call, get to the court. But when they get to the court and all these things are not something they can prove, they, they, there's limited, they, there's limit to what judiciary can do. Yes, I agree with that. But then they too should look into all these technicalities that normally comes up in the court. There is nothing prosecutors can do when lawyers start fighting over technicalities. And you realize that even before the case is had. A number it, it will take two, three years. Technicalities upon technicalities. Somebody has no power to listen to this case. Somebody cannot have jurisdiction over that case. And prosecution, even over time too, a number of the um, the evidences yeah. that they have are killed over time because when they have evidence, over time a lot of things happens that such evidences are actually becoming, you know. Irrelevant, irrelevant to the again case. Mm. because of the case. so these are the two areas that people need to look into and the CGN definitely and judiciary as a whole needs to look into these technicalities. It, 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 it is a fact of the case and the issue of you know budget etc allocation no pick etc. But I mean knows what he's talking about in fairness to the executive. There are a number of things that uh, judiciary does that um, people don't know what is happening to their budget. There are procedures, there are processes, but these procedure and processes are shrouded in secrecy that eventually people don't know what is happening. But then there will be some argument by some other people, f- factions that 
the judiciary needs to be independent. And that for them to be independent, the way and manner their money is being paid or being managed should only be limited to them. That on if executive to come in and start knowing how it is done, then it might take away some elements of their independence. The argument goes, you know, pro, you know, here and there. But at the end of it all, because it is public fund, judiciary needs to make it known to you know to the public okay, so, how this mm. fund is being expended and, and that, that that is true so on on, on the one hand one wanting to ensure that their independence is you know is sacrosanct we agree on that they surely know that nigerians um as taxpayers and owners of such fund need to know how such fund that is allocated to them is being spent and is even judiciously spent these are the issues that I think we have a stick there. Uh, it was just quite interesting when you find, uh, you know, arms of government of this uh, nature come out for this, um, you know, public uh, back and forth. And, you know, a lot of people just wonder whether these are conversations uh, they have when they have their, you know, back door or behind the uh, closed door I, I, I meetings. I think and far all above this, to help Nigerians, the two can come together. Malami is of judiciary too. Mm-hmm. He's a justice person. The judiciary can come, you know, with the executive. Find a way to resource some of this problem that I'm talking about. The GCGN good has raised an issue. I agree with him that the you know, prosecutors don't come with uh, full... And it's quite interesting that the CGN says sometimes, you know, some of these cases they bring appears like they, they're set up to fail from the start. Uh, yeah, yes, I agree with you. <laughs> and I agree with him on that too. But I think that's why I said the two need to come together and find ways to solve the problem. The technicalities that normally these cases let the executive put it on the table and find a committee that could solve. They should look into the laws, enabling laws that set up the two organizations in the constitution to see how we can overcome because it is not in the interest of Nigerians. Well, just before we take this break, Ogun uh, politician petitions police over threat to life. The National Publicity Secretary of the Labour Party, Abami Arabambi, has petitioned the Ogun State Commissioner of Police over threat to his life, wife, and daughter in a petition written and signed by Barrister Monday Mawa on behalf of the Labour Party Publicity Secretary, Said Arabambi drove on the Kwansheka Digbe Road in the night before a man identified as Wale Joseph doubled crossed him with his car. The petition, dated 7 February, claimed the case was reported at the Adigbe police station but was settled after the police released to Wale. At the petition reads, We act as firm of solicitors to Comrade Arabambi Abayomi. Uh, on whose firm authority we write this letter. Our client informed us that on the fourth day of February he reported a case of assassination attempt on his life, his wife and daughter wow, to the Adigbe police station against one Wally Joseph M.D. Sky Motors. Uh-huh. Uh, that after the formal complaint was made at the Adigbe police station, the DPO asked him to come back the next day that he will invite the said Wally. Well, it was told that the Mr. Wally Joseph was invited. He confessed to actually being the one that double-crossed him at the night, but later said he was only joking with him. Uh, saying that in less than an hour, without any proper investigation, without a surety, that Wally was released on bail on the instruction of the DPO. They are now asking uh, that uh, the uh, they are now asking uh, that uh, the commissioner of uh, police uh, uses good office to look into the matter. Uh, that's interesting. Well, uh, they say uh, that. Um, they want the police to look into the matter. Interestingly, the police PPRO, uh, he says he's not been briefed on the matter, apparently, when he was contacted uh, to about the issue. Well, it's there this morning. Ogun politician petitions police over threat to life, there to look out for. We'll take a very quick pause. There's some more stories uh, to look out for this morning. Don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh FM. Adebe. 
Superwali Oludotsu Nigeria Limited is a need for nationwide distributors for Kani Paper. Kani Paper is a newly upgraded high-quality household tissue paper. Made from imported raw wood pulp, Kani tissue paper is purely natural, created with high-quality products. Delicate and impeccable in every detail, only worthy of your extraordinary taste. It can be used indoors, in the kitchen, outdoors, in the cars, and restaurants and bars. It can also be used as a sanitary towel for ladies in the case of an emergency, and it is totally safe to use for babies. Today, Adebawale Oludotsu Nigeria Limited boasts of modern factories, world-class production equipment, industry-leading production technology, and high-quality raw materials. You can locate us at Kilometer 14, Lagos Abeokuta Expressway, opposite Obasanja Farm. To be a distributor, please call Koriede on 0703-065-4058 or 0805-828-5090 for more information. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS as you use the Fresh FM app review and rate our app we're available 24-7 for more updates thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Oakland Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Kuta, we've been taking a look at the headlines. Uh, Will, I'll get to talk to you in a moment. Ustaz Lawal Jibril has been my guest this morning. Uh, very quickly, the pen pushing newspapers. Adegoke's murder caught strikes out case for further investigation. The High Court of the FCT, sitting in Gudu in Aqua Abuja, has granted the prayers of family of Timothy Adegoke, postgraduate student of Obafemi Aulua University, Lefe, to withdraw the case necessitating further investigation into the case. Pembushin reports uh, that the prosecuting counsel, Ochogu Ogbe, had on Tuesday moved an application for discontinuance of the murder case in view of some new facts found concerning the case. The prosecutor, representing the police team in the court filings, explained that the withdrawal of the case was necessitated by the need for further investigations on the case, stressing that this was as a result of new facts which emerged on the case. Pembushin further reports that the judge, Justice Mudukba Oshuadebi, in a ruling, based on the application, struck out the charges filed in connection with the murder, explaining that this became necessary since the prosecutor applied for a discontinuance of the case and the defendants are not opposing uh, the application. Uh, the ruling, however, came as a temporary reprieve for the seven defendants, including uh, Ramon Adedoin, the owner of Hilton Honor Hotel and Resorts Lefe, where Adeguke was reportedly murdered on November 2021. Uh, it's left to be seen. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see how quickly the prosecution will then refile the case as they say that they have some new facts and they want to uh, carry out some further investigations. Adegoke's murder caught strikes out case for further investigation there this morning uh, to look out for. Let's talk about the young people for a moment. Uh, also on the pen pushing newspapers, material acquisition is not success. Kolaobadimo advises Nigerian youths. Now a child rights activist, Kolaobadimo has called on Nigerian youths not to see or regard acquisition of materials as an ultimate success but should engage themselves in positive activities that make the society better. 
Pempishin reports that Obadimu gave the advice while addressing interns with Pempishin Media during a cutsy call to the corporate headquarters of the media organization in Alberta, the state capital. It says, I quote, you're going to meet some people at a crossroad. Crossroad is you'll get to a junction, you see that there's a path here, there's a path also there. So you can have about three parts that you can walk towards. I must let you know that there are a lot of people that want to divert your intent in life, your attention to the wrong path of life. That's why we call it a crossroad. The award-winning playwright said that the youth should be cautious of association and the type of people they relate and communicate with, stressing that the naked truth is that such association will either turn negative or positive. Well, uh, went on to... Well, he just went on to say that... Um, uh, the young people should go for the positive, make research, find out what they have done before. That's, um, you know, before, uh, you know, they uh, mix with anybody. Find out their antecedents and all of that. Well, uh, the rest you'll find on the Pempishing newspapers. The man is saying material things don't mean you're successful. Engage yourself in positive things. Material acquisition is not success. Call our body more advices, Nigerian youths coming at a very interesting time. You know, it's needed at this time more than ever because uh, there's just a lot of um, misguidance or misdirected energy from young people at the moment. We know about a couple of things that have been happening of late around us, especially surrounding young people. And, you know, this, you would agree, is coming at the right time. Um, yes, but it, that is one of the confusing messages that we have for our youth out there. And I will explain. And on the one hand, we are telling them that don't, you know, look for quick money, material success doesn't mean success in life, on the one hand. On the other hand, we tell them things like, when you want to bring your husband, what is in inverted commas? So these are the kind of things that we are talking about. Then out there, they see how money is influenced. Well, Okogidi shouldn't be a bad thing. Does it necessarily mean hey, To those that are saying they know what they are talking about. Okay. Then, you know, um, on the other hand, you see the kind of messages that politicians are given. Somebody without money suddenly becoming, um, you know, an office holder, political office holder, and next you see cars here and there, you know, those kind of messages that they get. Then they realize that all these musicians that goes about and this, you know, spray money even on social media that was recently one that they said spent about 8 million naira on on, on liquors um, mm. you know and was being flaunted on social media so this kind of message get coming in you know to the youths how do you want them to to you know to cope you know to to manage such things so these are the issues but what Kolabadi is doing is, is a good one i feel it takes the old society we need to be galvanized, you know, in a way that will bring about a social action that, you know, brings about a different narrative, a different stories to our youth. And I, I will explain what I mean by that. Now, recently, the state government brought about the circular that said um, there is the a kind of... There have been arguments here and there and attacks on what concerns government with that. What, where, where is the freedom? The question I want to ask is, what will that hairstyle do to a person? Does it contribute to this material success of that person or intellectual success of the person? When government comes in to do this kind of laws, society should come out to know that there's a reason for them to want to come to do this. So when you talk of freedom, freedom, freedom all the time, there it has gotten to a time that we need to look at what exactly constitutes developmental freedom for an individual? Mm. You know, I'm talking of individual rights now mm. and community rights, the communal right. When you talk of wanting freedom for the individual, what about the community? Look at what is happening in the case of Adegoke. Suddenly, police is coming up. 
to say that and they keep suspecting that you know in case you know is they have no case against him these are the kind of things criminals works on our street you know our criminal justice system does not punish criminals and that's why people kept on doing this and they'll tell you if you want to steal make sure the kind of the amount of money you stole is big enough for you to settle the judge for you to settle the lawyers etc so these are the complete measures i think i said we have on our community on our hands in the community so community as a whole should come up as a society and bring about social action. All of us need to be galvanized towards that. But Colabar, the good one is a good one that he's doing. He may let him continue. I know him when I daughter too was part of our you know oh, student exactly. team then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, um, as we get to hear from you, veteran broadcaster in Kadibita appointed Nigerian landlord spokesman. The National Landlords Association of Nigeria has appointed a veteran radio broadcaster in Kadibita, popularly called on Baba Teacher, as his national public relations officer for a five years tenure in propagating activities of the body. Perpetual reports that the Board of Trustees of the Association made the announcement in a letter uh, of appointment signed by National President Pastor Falola Vincent Ogidon and delivered to Adigbite. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, Pembership further reports that the body expressed optimism that the renowned broadcaster will use his experience to take the association to greater height, stressing that he's expected to perform more than expected. Which body is that again? Uh, that's the Association of Landlords. Uh, the, uh, that's, um, well, uh, is there the national, uh, uh, is uh, the, yes, it's the body of landlords, the National Landlords Association of Nigeria. I think at this point I would request that we have a session of tenants also. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe I can be. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to our manager, he's a brother. Veteran broadcaster in Kadeguta appointed Nigerian landlord spokesman there this morning. Let's talk to you. The numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. Wallace. Thank you. What's your name? Where and, are you calling uh, from? Yes, I am engineer Afolabi. I'm calling from uh, Songo. Uh, I'm particularly uh, concerned about technicalities. You see, technicality belongs to experts. And if you now look at the Ministry of Justice, which I think Malami belongs to, it's a wide office whereby I think he's supposed to have every expert in that ministry that will look into technicality before presenting any case to the court. You see, the court cannot just be doing anything because they are interpreter of democracy. What is not right, they cannot say it is right. So the, the first thing lies on the desk of Malami himself. Because it's, a, it's an it's effort. It's not just an ordinary person. If you know what is to be presented to the judiciary and not what to present. Okay. So it is true. The judiciary still have a right to determine technicality in absolute. Mm. So yeah. to me, the, just, the judiciary is not at fault. It is the Ministry of Justice that is supposed to make sure the build up is component. All right, thank you. Thank you. Very much. Thank you, sir. Apologies. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, welcome and the guest. Yeah. Well, uh, concerning the technicality or no technicality, I did not say we are from Yaba. Okay. Uh, judiciary is judiciary. We have minister of justice. Why could, couldn't they 
unite and also or collaborate in-house before coming for the public there to tell us that something is wrong somewhere. It is judicially independent. That is not the cause that Maladmi is supposed to be pursuing for, his, for the body where he belongs. That's where I now have... They are just playing politics on people. And there is no... I mean, the government or the party that has a government that doesn't have conscience, no board of trustees, nothing. There is no substantive chairman in the party, and they cannot even sign a letter, they cannot galvanize to sign a electoral law. It's yeah. a total failure, if you, if you ask me. So they have to put their hands together in, in order to, for, for, for us to know that they are serious. They are very serious. God bless Nigeria. All right, thank you. Thank well, you. if you talk about the Electoral Act Amendment Bill, yes, that's Nigerians' business. But if you talk about their substantive chairman, it's their party, it's their business. <laughs> They'll sort it out one way or the other, and if they don't, all the best to them. Good morning. Well, good morning, Darius. Good morning. You have Solomon on the line. Um, let me talk about uh, the political party. Also, the uh, the governor of Ondo State, uh, Zainani Party, that presents his candidate from the north. That party will know when the candidate will know. <laughs> I laugh in Spanish. <laughs> and I, ah, I'm so for you. Go on, go on. <laughs> uh, the other day when I called you, I said, this governor from south, they will betray themselves. If you come to pass, just wait. Look, the two major political parties now, oh, Seattle, there's no difference between six and half a dozen. <laughs> they are waiting for each other. They are waiting for one to choose his candidate first before the other one chooses his candidate. Look, politicians in Nigeria are so greedy. They are after their own personal interest, not their own dream interest. Anyway, of course, I talk on one chance. Yeah, right. um, thanks for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, I'm Kendi from Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Mr. How are you? Morning, sir. Morning, sir. You see, I have understood that education, which is supposed to be the hub of progress for any country at all, has always been the other way around for this leadership now. They are not ready to function properly. I think this Abzima, where did we get it? Would this government just probably see the reason why the terms of contract between us and them be honored? I wonder. You see, would this government just exist for deceiving our parents and sponsors of these younger ones in our universities? I wonder. Can they continue to establish, reduce the deceit and deceptions they have caused us all? Levity, the claustrosis, here and there. Can they pay twice or probably come up with something that, look, you these people will have begging you. Take this. Even in addition with the little we have given you, we still supply certain things and they do it within shortest time. Why can't our leader just think for, I mean, for God's sake? Oh. What is this kind of government? Government that betrays people, our people rather, and then they the, 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 the trust we have in them. Is this oh. a government at all? Thank you. All right, thank you.
Um, hello, good morning. I will check out some of your tweets in a bit. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, hello. Good morning, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Solani Palau from Mr. Gawile. Yeah, I agree the guest. Good morning, sir. Where do you Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the house. Uh, I think uh, if truly government is not necessary to the uh, the house, you know, as they say, you know, as they express in their speech, but notwithstanding, this government that we are talking about, they have lesser things to if actually should strike down or whatever they came with, what about this government went or the time, you know, eventually uh, finished? So I just want to continue to strike with another government. They should try to do something for the kids. They should have feeling for the kids. That's what I'm clamoring for. Right. All this one. Right. I'm not saying that maybe I should, uh, they are not what they are asking for. But they should, they should think about their future too. We have a future to live. You understand? Know, you can't just continue in this way. They should right, have, they have a thing. Okay. It shouldn't be all that, okay, the government has not been sincere. They are not being Okay, they should be sincere to the students too. They too. Thank you. Good morning. Alright, thank you very much. Chad bio me on Twitter says if any Nigerian runs into trouble. If any Nigerian runs into trouble abroad, I suppose it's the duty of government through NITCOM to render essential help to the troubled Nigerian. Why is this not happening in the case of Igbo and the recent six months extension of his incarceration? Or is it the case of Esau and Jacob? Uh, he says, <laughs> uh, that's an interesting question. Kadi says, owners of cars whose engines got knocked due to adulterated petrol dispense in their vehicles, uh, tanks should seek redress for destruction recorded from such situations. Uh, with proofs of purchase or take on the importers of fuel to task before the court of law. Enough is enough. Well, it's going to be difficult, as we pointed out, you know, to make you know, some of these claims and all of that. Yeah, that's uh, just it. It's very difficult for Nigerians to make such those claims. And, and you know, the, the earlier message spoke about the Igbo case saying, well, shouldn't the um, Nigerians Industrial Commission be <laughs> looking into what? Well, it's, 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 it's a political case. Mm, it's a political case. So what he's saying there might not apply because Nigerians um, is being held on behalf of Nigeria. But that, that's just the truth. Um, Although the AGF will say, well, uh, he offended them in... Uh, no, all of us know that is the end of this one and Jacob, that is, like you said, it's a political case. Well, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay. Uh, still on the issue of adulterated petrol, there must have been some deadly deal somehow by Wu to suffer the people causing neglect and betray them just because government suffer from going ahead to remove petrol subsidy. Uh, which IMF is still trying to insist. Well, that's a theory. <laughs> I don't know whether you'll be able to weep for long. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I like you. Mitchell, good night, my name. All right, quickly, I'm sir. Calling... The issue of Malane and the Sidot, I believe this concern we are running. That is why we are saying we need food for Daniel. All the countries that are running them, we are trying to see. They, they don't face the issue like this. Even the American economy, they, 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 they don't face the issue like this. They are separation of power. Very, very simple. And the issue of this was for the technicality. Uh, they are being. Very unique. See? That if you can't go, you can't go to a. They look at the case very, 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 very
But here, like this, on this university, I believe the NUC, we have the NUC. If the lecturer wants to say this is not established in the university, I think it's the condition that they, they're supposed to go. The NUC is supposed to give the condition that they approve us. What you can get to the university, this is what you can get to all right. Um, th- thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are conditions at the moment. It's just maybe uh, you know, uh, some of them are not stiff enough. I don't know. But uh, we'll leave you there this morning. Thank you really for your thoughts. I should appreciate the stars of for joining us on the program this morning. Uh, it was a short notice, interestingly. It's, it's my, it's my pleasure you. being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for your views. I really appreciate it. Thank you for investing your time with us. That's the program this uh, morning. We return Thursday, God willing, at 7. Wally Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Wednesday. Good morning. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9, Abel Kuta. From the rock city of Nigeria.